so fat man so sleazy we made it back from christmas break and uh <clears throat> i made it back from christmas break you made it back from christmas break quote unquote you were visiting ryan and rehab again i heard how is that even possible i was on the show last week but you weren't and chip was chip 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 chips and chips in rehab too we'll have to get to the bottom of this on the wrestling show Let me point this out that we're covering NJPW. Oh, this is something that Chip wanted to do, and he's not here to do. This is the fat man. Welcome, everyone, to another wonderful episode. Yes, we are covering, well, previewing New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom 17. Uh, specifically, obviously, the January 4th. We're covering night one. <laughs> Are they truly calling it night one and night two? Um, I'm just being a dick and being like, this is Wrestle Kingdom. It was two nights, like for the last couple of years. And this is the only, technically there's one on the 21st, but. Yeah, it, it's weird. It, I mean. I'm not getting into not, that. There's literally no matches announced for it. Well, there's because a pay-per-view between the two. New Year's Dash is. Between, eh, it's not really a pay-per-view. Well, it's a it's a special event. Yeah. I mean, they're all like that. I mean, whatever. Point being is that it's technically a two-night event, although we're just covering the one on January 4th. Um, the one that matters. So maybe. <laughs> it depends on who shows up on this show, <laughs> I guess. Um, but yeah, because it's uh, uh, New Japan... Fat man, you know, can't really figure out how to say the names. Listen, I spec America. You spec America. And I don't speak specked no Canadian. Okay. So you have to specked the Canadian. I'll do that. Okay. I, think. I don't know. Let's, um, there's a couple of preliminary matches, including the New Japan Rambo. Um, I, don't Did you know. see that they're actually having a belt for the King of Pro Wrestling? I'm not sure I like that, but it's it's like a sky blue strap and it just says like KOPW on it. It's it's not great looking. It's it, not great looking. It's starting to be the trend of NJPW doesn't know how to make good looking belts. Well, I mean, yeah. The the last good belt that they made was the I can't even say that the the women's belt is not great. It's not bad. It, it looks okay decently, but the last really nice belt was the previous gen's IWGP World Championship belt. Um, so I I was very sad when that left. But uh, but the here's the thing, even though I'm not a huge fan of the belt, 
I hate trophies running around. I mean, and just to piss you off, one of the the promotions that love to do that. You had to mention them every week. Yep. Chikara. Because you you moved to New Jersey and you became closer to where they're, they are used to be affiliated with. So it just went from one shit to another shit. So come on. Well, I mean, it's about the same, whatever. Uh, Point being is that I think trophies suck. And, you know, I, I always hated the Andre the Giant Memorial trophy. It's you stand next to it and go, and that's it. You know, you're not carrying that fucking thing around. Um, at best, you're going to have it placed at ringside every time you do a match, or it's so small that no one cares what it is. Or it gets so, destroyed. Well, yeah. Well, that's the entire point of every trophy in fucking wrestling is that eventually it's got to get destroyed, right? Mm-hmm. It's a gimmick, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so Care Pro Wrestling, New Japan Rambo, I believe that's technically a dark match. Um, they don't normally yes. put it on the show. It's, it's on the pre-show. Yes, which does that even matter? Do they even show the pre-show in anything other than New Japan World? I don't. No. I do, so what the hell is it? Whatever. Um, the first yo dog I heard you like. Thank match. you. <laughs> uh, Thank the, you. The Noki Memorial Six Man Tag Match: uh, Nagata, Kojima, and Makabe versus Fujinami, Suzuki, and Tiger Mask. Holy shit. You have Nagata and Fujinami in the same match in what you like to say, the year of our Lord 20, it'll be 2023. Yeah. It's uh, it's a Memorial Six Man tag for Inoki. I'll let it slide. Faces I mean, win. Fujinami 68 years old. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he... I really don't know how he's getting in the ring, but whatever. It's oh, a- I'm sorry. The, the the team with Murder Grandpa wins. Oh yeah, absolutely. What, with Tiger Mask and Murder Grandpa, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. The, there's what's going to happen is that they're all going to have this very nice light match, and that's going to be at best, at best, an okay match for a house show. And then they're all going to shake hands and. Yep. And they'll all walk to the back. Mm-hmm. I, I really yep. think that's what's going to happen. But you don't know. You don't know for sure. Um, but yeah, I, obviously, you know, that's the people who win are the people who wanted to see those guys work. And it's, and once again, it's a tip of the hat to Anoki. So whatever. Uh, match two, uh, catch 2 uh, 2, which is uh, TJP and Akira uh, versus, oh my God, Leo. You're- your favorite wrestler leo you fucking goddamn marks leo russian yo um it's a tag team match for the iwgp junior heavyweight tag team championship they're obviously going to put it on you didn't say it oh yo dog you heard you like tag matches thank you sorry fuck i was just so pissed off leo rush is in a match he's probably gonna fucking win a title over this sure is (laughs) it's like god damn it there is no way Jay Briscoe is winning the ROH World Title, and there's no way Catch Twenty Two are retaining those titles. Yeah, this is going to be a 15 minute. They're going to bounce around the ring. See, New Japan lately has have, has lately when there's like there's 12 matches on the show, 
two on the pre-show, so it was 10 matches on the main card. They're going to keep some of these matches around 10 minutes. Like, the first match may be around 6. That may be around 10. They're going to get some of the bigger matches time. Yeah. Um, This is not one of the bigger matches. I say this match goes maybe 10 minutes. Uh, here's the problem, is that I every year they've gone four, five, six hours. Well, that's why they cut it to two shows and they still went four, five, six, six hours. <laughs> yeah. So I, I could see this going a solid four and a half hour show. And if that's, yeah, I can too. That, well, you know, giving them 15 minutes wouldn't be a bad thing. You know, Jay White Okada is going at least 40. You know, Osprey Omega is going at least 30. You oh, know. No, no, no. Both of those are going to be longer. Both of them are going to be longer. Both of them are going to be longer. I think the longest like match in new in Russell his was like forty eight or like forty nine minutes. Um, so, didn't they do? Uh, one of the Okada Omega matches was longer than that. Not at Russell. Not at Russell Kingdom. Oh, that's right. That wasn't at Russell Kingdom, was it? Mm-mm. I thought they did one of the the. Uh, uh, they did their like two out of three falls match at Dominion yeah. that went over that's, an hour. That's what it was. But. I couldn't, I could absolutely see both. Well, we'll talk about them later. We'll, we'll definitely talk about them later. Okay. But for this match, I could see them bouncing around for 15 minutes and Leah Rush doing ridiculously dumb moves that are super athletic to put himself over as the huge face. And of course, he's going to be the, the uh, guy that gets the hot tag because Yo needs to be the baby face in peril. And, you know, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, next match, singles match for I can't, I still can't believe I'm saying this. The IWGP Women's Championship, uh, Tam Nakano versus Kyrie. Kyrie wins, lol. I, I don't think that's going to be the question of the match. Do you think my girl is going to come down? I well, I question of who is going to face Kyrie. After this, because Tam's taking the pin. No question about that. Well, we'll see. Um, There's rumors already that a couple days ago, Sasha Banks already flew in to Japan to get ready. I'll see it when I see it, is my (laughs) thing, is my... Who did did I keep saying that to? Uh, Was it it Punk? No, it was Cody Rhodes. Oh, yeah, it was Cody Rhodes where I say, nah... If it happens, great, but I'll have to see it to believe it. And then you call everyone a bunch of fucking marks, and then it happened, and you're like, oh, fucking damn it, son of a bitch, I can't believe they did that. It's like, yeah, it's like fucking marks. Yeah. But I don't, I'll see it when I'll see it. I I don't know. I I don't know if it's happening. If it does, cool. If it doesn't, whatever. I mean, obviously, I'll come 10,000 times, but if I see it, but. It'll be a one shot. I don't think it's going to be. It, and I, I assume we'll talk about it more in news and rumors, right? No, I actually don't have it. I, okay. I purposely didn't do it. Okay. Because, because I knew we were going to talk about this. Okay. So does she come down? Sure. Just the mark in me. Cause I love her so much. I'm going to say, sure. She comes down after the match. I say, no, I, I think that if, so, if she's going to debut, they're going to do a video package after the match. Well, yeah. Video package or comes down, whatever. Like, well, the, I think there's a difference there. Um, like video, they normally do video packages in New Japan. So video right. package, 
is like the same as coming down essentially. Which is so. well, the reason why I say that is that it there's no reason for her to be in Japan to do a video package, which no. is why I'm questioning the the oh she's already in Japan training. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, if it's not, if it's not Sasha Banks, if it's not Mercedes Veronado, who do you think could potentially be her next opponent that wouldn't be a, a, a stardom person? That wouldn't be a stardom be person? A stardom. Because honestly, there, there's a few options out there in stardom that would make sense. Starlight Kid, AZM, see, there's a bunch of them in there. But outside of that core of talent, who do you see coming for one shot like that? Uh, Tony Storm, because she's married to Juice Robinson. She can go to Japan with him. Because I'm particularly just going AEW because they got a relationship. So Britt Baker, maybe. That's just about it. They'll get me. Britt Baker will be the one to get me excited. But Paige, maybe, I, which I don't want to see. But yeah, by the way, where the fuck has she been? I don't know. But okay. I, the weeklies. I haven't watched the weekly since my surgery. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think Tony Storm's a good, a good option. I, and for exactly the reason that you just said, you know, they can hop on a plane together and call it a day. And it would be a great one off because mm-hmm. Tony Storm can work. And Kyrie, I think her and Kyrie had worked before. Didn't they work in the May Young Classic? Probably. I'll, I'll have to actually look that up. Um, I'm not sure. Um, there is a, there's always going to be rumors swirling around and whatnot. Um, there, there are a ton of people that I would love to see there. Um, but personally, I think if they don't latch on to Mercedes, it's, mm, excuse me, it'll almost certainly be Starlight Kid. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. Yo, dog. I heard you like tag matches. Bishamon. Surprised. What's that? Surprised. Really? That this is not Ozzy Open. Right? The winners of Tag League, Bishamon, which is Goto and Yoshihashi, versus the current IWGP Tag Team Champions, FTR. We have new Tag Team Champions. I... I don't disagree with you. I, I really think they're they're brought in just so they could drop the titles because I don't think they'll be back. But then again, Carl Anderson's also on the show, so I can't say much either. So what the fuck do I know? We, we may be getting a guest here. Oh, are we? Yeah. Did, Here's a hint. Here's a hint. He's a fucking mark. Oh, good for him. Um, oh, <laughs> Oops, that was a talk to text. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. King marks. Fucking marks. Well, well, we'll quickly you know what? do this. We'll take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll uh, continue on talking about FTR and Bishamon and continue on with the, the uh, wrestling card. Stay tuned after this. And we're back, folks. Uh, so guess who's joined us? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Glad to be here. Let's talk some NJPW. I know I missed part of it, but let me get caught up real quick. Don't worry. 
fat man has thrown you under the bus. Of course he has shot hard on you. So give us um, the first. I did not shit hard on him. I said, shoot. You said shot hard. He didn't say shat. I didn't say shat. I said shot. I'm speaking America. So shat, shot, shit. They're all the same. He doesn't know what bowels mean. Um, But America. uh, Six man. The Nokia Uh, Memorial. Quick. uh, Who? I forget who's in it. It's Nagata, Kojima, Makabe versus uh, Fujinami, Suzuki, and Tiger Mask. Koji's team. Okay. Um, TJP and Akira versus uh, Lear Rush and Yo for the oh. junior heavyweight champ. It's TJP and Akira, no, hands down. Interesting. Um, Kyrie versus Tam Nakano. Kyrie, because they're going to have Kyrie versus Banks. We know that. We're, okay. Sorry, Bernardo. That's we we talked a little bit about that, and we said if it wasn't Mercedes, who could it possibly be? Uh, outside stardom, outside stardom, yeah, outside stardom. Um, I don't know what were some of the names Joel came up with. Um, the the big one that Fat Man mentioned, which was very Mandy Rose, maybe. Well, it was Tony Storm. Mandy Rose is actually not a bad option because she's been fired, fired. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'll, no- we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So um, so we're getting right into the uh, tag, uh, the IWGB Tag Team Championship, the, the heavyweight championship. Uh, FTR versus Bishamon, uh, which is uh, Goto and Yoshihashi, the winners of New Japan uh, Tag League. Um First off, let's talk about how shocking is they won tag league. That's literally what I said. Like, (laughs) surprise. Like, I thought that was Aussie Open all the way. Yeah, me too. There's something new that I I was kind of thinking about while we were going through our break and stuff. Is, are they just not going to pay off Aussie Open versus FDR one more time? They, They have to eventually. Maybe the next Royal Quest. In back in London, so I I actually before you came on predicted new tag champs. Mm-hmm. I yeah I I, I think I think they want to have regular tag champs in New Japan. Yes, FTR is the name. Yes, they're amazing, but I think New Japan's just all like we want the titles defended normally regularly in New Japan instead of once every couple months. I can so, see that, but they're still not doing anything with FTR and AEW. I know. I have a theory about that. Well, here, uh, here's another thing about ROH that. theory, I'm guessing. No. Um, here, they've already put together another set of tag straps for the U.S. based strong. Yeah, so, that's not my theory, though. I'm not saying it isn't. But it, it goes, it lends credence to what you're saying and the fact that, well, it's an IWGP title. They should be defending in Japan regularly. And they're not. They're just right. a big one. Okay. Uh, so so go go ahead and do your prediction, then I'll do my my prediction is FTR's losing. Um losing? Yeah. I, I don't I don't see them winning here. I, I figured whoever was going to win tag league was going to win this match. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I thought it was going to be Aussie Open that did it. So to have Yoshihashi and Goto win is 
makes it kind of weird, but I'm still sticking with that. Whoever was winning was going to win the straps because I don't think FTR is coming back to New Japan, yeah. or at least not in the main shows right now for any time soon. They're not going to the other shows either because my theory is they're dropping the AAA tag titles too because their contract with AEW expires at the end of January. They're going to WWE? Yep. That's my theory. That's a good theory. That's a really That's good theory. my theory because they're not getting used in AEW. No. Yes, they're, getting, they're getting used all over the world, which is great exposure for them. And they've had a hell of a year. And they're getting and AEW's paying them not to sit there to sit home, you know. But I I just had this feeling. I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I have no news on this either. This is just my theory. I think they're going back to AEW or WWE. That's been my theory for a while, actually. I just hadn't really voiced my opinion on it because I wasn't sure when their contract was up. But I knew when their contract was up, they were going to be headed back to WWE. It, it's a no doubter. So that's why I think they're they that's why they break the USO's record. That's why they dropped the ROH titles, they're going to drop the uh, IWGP titles, and then they're going to drop the AAA titles. Who are they dropping AAA titles to? Don't care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I love you, baby. AAA probably... Oh, it's your chip. He said he loves me. <laughs> I heard that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love is in the air in this Christmas season. Well, uh, he... I just said that me, I'm going to go visit Chip in September, so you never know what's going to happen. Hey, I don't judge. <laughs> um, I think you might have something there. I, unless they're planning on literally pulling them back in and running them against the acclaimed, there's nothing for them right now. And I watched that match. It was okay, but I don't want to see any more of it. There's a reason why they're bringing Dax in as a solo act here and there. Because and why they, doing solo. What's that? Why isn't Cash doing solo? Because Dax wanted him to do these matches. Oh. And that's the thing is that I think that's the only reason why they're kind of entertaining it is that they're not going to use them as a tag team. So why not do rando singles? Yeah. You know, why not? Because it gives them a little bit of a rub because they are on TV. Maybe not as a tag team, but they're on TV. Dax gets to show off um, and Dax gets to run matches that he wouldn't normally be able to run otherwise. Why not? It's a win-win. And good 10-minute segment you know, of TV easily put together. Cool. That being said, I don't see much more for them right now. Like I said, I, I think one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest things that I feel like they did incorrectly with bringing in FTR was that they they pulled the trigger too quickly on them versus the Bucks. Yep. Um, I think they needed a good year of buildup before they were going to like run them together. Mm-hmm. And now, but Khan's famous for blowing his load, so. I mean, yeah, but there, there is something to be said about the other side of that is what if they get injured? What if something happens? What if contract dispute happens? What if they decide that they're going to run New Japan or something else happens? Or they all get suspended because they got in a shit fit with CM Punk. 
you know, Would you all see the picture of CM Punk backstage with FTR? I mean, yeah, the one that was taken months ago. Sure, cool, yeah, awesome. It's, Don't care. It, it's one of those things where if you're a friend of the business, a friend of the business, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, I'm I'm sure that I'm sure that they're friends and great. That's fine. You know, sometimes your professional relationship and your personal relationship tend to be kind of complicated. Especially but that could be a reason why Tony Khan hasn't had them on. I don't think so. I, I don't think that's the case. I think the case is that there's nothing for them to do right now that would be beneficial mm-hmm. to risking them. Um, and, and that goes back to my other point is that there's something to be said about running those types of matches immediately as soon as you get them because you don't know what the future holds for them. Yeah. Um, I really had them winning until I thought, until Batman said their contract's up. Then I'm like, oh no, they're losing. I, I, I really think they're coming back to WWE. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I could see them resigning to AEW, especially if there's a, a sense of we're, we're doing this as a gimmick or we're doing this as a, we're just pissed off because we're not on TV, blah, 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 blah. It, it, it I don't know. It, it's weird. It's weird. And if your name's not CM Punk, it doesn't track. Um, so let's continue on. Um, what is this name? Uh, it's for the inaugural uh, NJPW World Television Championship. No. Uh, the, the movie ticket title. The movie ticket. Thank you. The movie. T- <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. I ca- I can't say say these names. So you're gonna have versus to- versus Red Narita. You still said it wrong. I know. <laughs> okay, is- I'll, pr- I'll pronounce is- it. Zach Seva Junior. Thank you, Jesus. I speak versus- Canadian. Versus. We already said it. Ren Stimpy. Oh yeah, Ren Stimpy. Yeah, you're the one who coined that phrase. What the hell, dude? I'm old. <laughs> he already blew up my spot. What the hell else <laughs> do? Um, you know, dementia literally runs in my family. So well, guess what? You know, damn near airship. Um, <laughs> I I kind of see Ren winning this. Why not? Why? Exactly. Why not? <laughs> Saber Zebra's the kind of guy where he don't care if he wins or lose. He just wants to have a good match. And, and, and she he will. Which he will. So I mean Here's why not my, give it to Ren? I'm I, let me say this. We have since the beginning of last year, technically speaking, actually, when was that? It's 2020 when they combined the Intercontinental World Championship, right? I do believe so, yes. Okay. So since they combined the two, which they shouldn't have done. Okay. Nope. Let, let, nope. Let's start with that. Okay. Agreed. But they had a <laughs> lot of belts then. We're now introducing three new belts on this show. Te- technically, it's two, but there's a third one with the King of Pro Wrestling belt. Yep. Um, nine title matches on this show. Right. What the hell are we doing here? Why did we? Why did we need a television title? I don't even so confused by that when it happened. I, that's another title that's good for strong. 
Yeah, but Strong has five titles already. I know. <sighs> Run wins. Let's move on. Yeah, I, it's, it's <laughs> going to be a nice match. And I'll just yeah. leave it at that. This will be Ren's coming out party. He's been, since he uh, left, I want to say back in 20 after uh, his last match and then went over to in uh, JPW Strong and then went around and as a young lion. And then now he's back. He's finally cutting his teeth and he's going to be, this, this is going to make his name. So definitely Ren Narita. I can hope so. I can, well, he's got the right opponent to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, next match. Holy shit. WWE contracted wrestler Carl Anderson, the never open weight championship with almost as shocking Luke Gallus is going to be with him uh, versus Tamatonga with Jado. Um, this is for the never open weight championship. Does anyone see Tamatonga not winning here? There is no way <laughs> Jay Briscoe is winning the ROH world title. There is no way. Carl Anderson is winning this match. Now <laughs> we didn't drop it to Hikaleo. Because they, I think they wanted to do the match with Hikaleo. And I think he, I think this was the plan all along. Okay. Was for him drop to, it to Tama? Yep. Yeah, I don't see Carl winning. I, Unless they're starting a new relationship. That's not happening. The, no. no. There might be more one-offs here and there. Yeah. But yeah. I don't see this being a regular occurrence uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, too much can go wrong with this kind of stuff. And especially when it's like, okay, it's Carl Anderson. Okay. Well, let's start with the fact it's Carl Anderson. But with other talent, they might have a lot of long-term planning for them. So to have them just one-off in New Japan get hurt could be a very big problem. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that Carl Anderson isn't well, factors well into their plans, but they just rehired them. So to to do this match and do multiple matches in New Japan, New Japan with them is kind of interesting. And it's, it's rare and it's weird. I love it. Um, that being said, um, my goodness, if they don't get the fucking title off of him, I don't know when they're going to do it. Because they're sure as hell not going to book him for a third match. Mm-hmm. Unless they're literally going to dro- have him drop it to somebody else in New, New York. Winston Daku in that March. Oh, yeah. It's months away. But they have another Russell Kingdom on the 21st. Oh, right. Yeah. So, but I doubt they're going to extend this much longer. I, I, I was shocked that he won the match in December 14th. But, uh, yeah. So... One tag team guy wins over the other tag team guy. That's my prediction. Yeah. Speaking of which, yo dog, I heard you like six man tags. Sure don't. Wait, I'm so confused. I thought Muda's last NJPW match. We're not going to go there. Was Muda's last NJPW match. Was the last one we. It's our crossover. Yeah. It's our crossover. Yeah, but this is not his last match. I mean, I'll just, I'll, just, it, it's Muda. He funked the fuck out of it, okay? Muna Tanahashi and Uma versus fucking Naito, Sonata, and Bushi. Muda pins Bushi. Uh, it don't matter. Bushi's taking the pin. 
<laughs> I don't think so. I think Sonata's taking the pin. Yeah. Bushi usually takes the pin. I will say that. Bushi is 100% taking the pin because he's Bushi, and that's literally his only job in LIJ is to take pins. <laughs> no. No. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. It's going to be Sonata taking the pin. It's going to be Bushi. No. no. We're completely different. United's going to pin Tanahashi. Oh. You're wrong. Muda's that, winning his last match. He is not winning his last match. Muda's <laughs> winning his last match. He's not winning his last match. Wow. Why? Why? What's the old adage, man? You go out on your back. But he's not going on his back. Tanahashi is. His team's going to take the loss. No, yes. He's winning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, it makes no sense for his team to win. Unless it's like Shota winning. But then it doesn't matter. Bush is taking the pin. It doesn't matter either way. Either, either it, it really doesn't matter either over. way. I, I, I think Muda is beating Bushi. The best way to go forward here is to have Naito beat Tanahashi because it sets up a one-on-one later on down the road. It does. I see where he's going with it. But cool. Muda pins Bushi. <laughs> okay. Cool. That's awesome. And when you're wrong, uh, come call me. Uh, I might be wrong, but Muda ain't losing his last match. Watch. Um, At least his last NJPW match, because he still has to team with Sting later. So technically, it's not his last match. Lawyered, therefore, Muda's winning. Therefore, Naito's beating Tanahashi. No, Muda's winning. Because he's not going to lose his last match, as you just said. He's not going to lose his last NJPW match. That's not what winning. you said. You didn't Muda's say winning. Muda's winning. Muda's winning. You know Muda's winning. Chip knows Muda's winning. I know Muda's winning. You're just being argumentative for the sake of being argumentative because you know I'm right. And you have to have a different opinion because you just want to. Because you're from New Jersey. Who the fuck lives in New Jersey? Some fucking dick shit. Fatal four-way match. For the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Master Wado, Hiromu Takahashi, LD, El Desperado, and the champion, I didn't even remember he was champion, the Bone Soldier, Taiji Ishimori. Who do you think is winning this? This is this is probably the, the one match where I don't have a fucking clue who's winning this. El Desperado. Do you think Desperado? Mm-hmm. Why? I just think that that was the plan all along. And That's been the plan since Crown Jewel, bro. <laughs> I just I feel that it's he, he deserves a strap. And on top of that, it's just that the whole Watto take whose place the Watto take? Oh, I don't know. Um, it was it was <laughs> it was Takahashi. <laughs> No, he's in the match. He's in the uh, match. Okay. It was somebody. I don't remember. It won't be Master Watto because that was a one-off, even though they were trying to push him. It's going to be El Desperado. I actually agree. I was just going to say, because question mark is my... <laughs> I just... I don't think they're going to put on Takahashi. They're not going to put on Watto, and I don't think Ichimura is retaining, so that's why I'm like Desperado. I mean... After the whole shit with him and Shingo, not bad. 
I guess. Dum dum. Um, but cool. I I I really don't know. I when I don't know, it's usually the champion retains. So I I guess I'm stuck picking Ishimori. Um, but I could absolutely. You don't know a lot though, so that's weird. What? Um, Desperado is also a good pick though. So I mean, I I don't know. So I really don't know on this one. Uh, this two big main events, semi-main events, whatever you want to call them. Uh, oh, gonna, what's that? Co-main events. Co-main events. We'll yeah, start no. with the one that won't end the show, which is, I'm going to make the prediction now, Jay White Nokata. I was going to say, I will bet you $1 American that the U.S. title closes the show. I think it's going to. Oh, yeah. Because it's Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. It's the powerhouses of NJPW for the past 10 years. Yep. Um, And it just goes goes to show you how wonderful Jay White's been doing. Um, Go ahead, Chip. Jay White's losing. And I'm a huge Jay White fan. Jay White's going to lose to Okada. And I think Jay White might be done with it uh, in JPW after this. Why? I don't know. I just, it seems to have lost his steam over there. I'm going to say that Jay White is the single most protected guy on the New Japan roster. That is a very bold statement, to say the least, sir. (laughs) To say that he's he's losing and walking. I highly doubt that. Unless literally a pile of money got sent to him by WWE. And that's so that's what I was thinking. So um I know New Japan doesn't normally book like a traditional company. So I'm gonna go with my traditionalist saying if this is not the last match, Jay White retains. Jay White retains. If this is the last match, Okada wins. And since I don't believe that this is going to be the last match, I'll pick Jay White. Only because I don't think it's the last match. I don't think it matters. I think Okada's winning no matter what. No matter what. But I also believe that Jay White's going to be around for a while. I think he's, I think they're, well. Well, so the built-in story is, is that Jay White has this amazing record in Okada. And Okada's only really pinned him once. And that was in Madison Square Garden for the title. And that's the story around it. So conventional thinking is Okada's going to win the title back. I don't, I just don't see it happening i don't know why it's it's obvious booking is obvious is which i always say but for some reason i think i'm overthinking this but i think they want to have a big match at the other wrestle kingdom so i don't i don't know i don't know Mm. i'm just thinking i'm just thinking jay white retains I, i just don't know i don't i have no logical thinking on this would they 50-50 book it? No, I, New Japan doesn't normally 50-50 book. So I just, I have no logical thinking as to why I think Jay Wright's going to retain. I just have a feeling. And I'm probably going to be wrong, but it's just, <laughs> I don't know. I just think eventually they got to, you know, they got to lose. I mean, the person who wins, um, G1's got to lose, <laughs> you know? I mean, so. 
it, it would be a definite Cena moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because Okada, let's face it, doesn't need the belt. No. I mean, but, here's the thing. Neither does Jay White. Do you know who actually needs the belt? I'm going to say it probably really shortly. Yeah. So. <laughs> but okay. Which is. I say Jay White, you both say Okada. So. Well, there's a reason why I say Okada is because it's dependent on the next match, which is Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega for the United States Championship. And here's my thinking is that Okada mm-hmm. wins because Osprey's losing here and will be facing Okada and getting the title. Okay. I think Okada is going to be a transitional champion so they can get it off of Jay and put it on Will. Will's the obviously person who I think is going to, who yeah. needs it the most. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. Now, do they put it on Omega and have him be the FTR of like the singles? Just keep going over to AEW, defending it, being like, look, IWGP, go over to Japan once a month or twice a month or whenever there's a big show that it need to be on and just do it. I think AEW... That's... Go, go ahead. I, oh, I think you're right. I think AEW is playing another Forbidden Door event and it's going to be headlined by Kenny Omega well, defending the the United States championship against somebody, whether oh. that's Tanahashi, whether oh, I think Kaido. If I was thinking you were thinking Okada's gonna face Osprey at that event, mm-hmm. even though it's forbidden door. No. I still think new they would have that's what I would think that's where your main event would be. But I think the Okada Osprey match is happening at the second night of Russell Kingdom okay. on the twenty first. I think they're gonna make it that quick of a transition. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. 17 um, days. Um, okay. See, I think it's hard. It's hard to book this stuff because here's the reality of it. You have two companies that you don't know how they're going to book. Yeah. You're, so you're here my like, thing is, is this really truly a one-off for Omega? Because the whole point of this buildup is um, Will Ospreay can't isn't on the level that Omega was once Omega left new Japan fell and you're the guy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So the storytelling leads to Osprey winning. Mm-hmm. So kind of like it's Okada, o- Okada and white. Yeah. These two white winning or, uh, or Okada winning. But I think, man, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb. I want to say Osprey retains and it doesn't matter. He's a U.S. champion. He's still going to be, either white or Okada for the title and be yeah. a double champion, be a double champion. Hey, maybe they'll combine the titles and change the IWGP title again. We can only hope. Well, the funny thing is that was going to be my prediction was they're going to unite it. I don't think they're going to reunite it. I think he's going to be double champion. Like, NJPW doesn't like to do that unless it's like a single and a tag. Right. The time they did two singles, they ended up, Uniting them. So the only thing is they like to protect the world champion. So how do you get the title off the US title off Osprey without taking an L? Exactly. And so, they don't like to do multi-man matches like that. They they if they do them, it's for the juniors. Yeah. 
So you don't see a triple threat match for the IWGP championship all that much. I'm still going to, I'm, I'm going to be totally wrong on these predictions for the first time ever, but I think it's so hard to predict what they're planning on doing. I think Osprey retains. So good. I think Osprey. Yes. And that's what, like, we're doing this with news and rumors right here. So the internet age, and we don't know, have a clue what they're doing is actually great. Yeah. So I'm loving it. I can't wait to watch it. I can't either. I'm going to watch it probably either the that. Nope, that night we're taping the show, the sports show. So I have to watch it the next day Dude. in the morning, probably. Oof. But um, I'm 4 a.m. every day, and that's my next day. And, and I'll actually be off that day. I am not going to do that. Well, I'm going <laughs> so, to try and watch it during my downtimes at work. But if not, it'll be after work because I'm watching it that day. Because that is such a hard thing to kind of you basically have to turn off all social media to make sure you don't get any spoilers. It's well, no, so you, have, you, have, you have to turn off all Twitter. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram. I got accidentally spoiled once because of an ad uh, on an unrelated website. Oh, seriously? Yeah, because they were, uh, it was for Raw. It was because obviously the whole world co-mingles when it comes to ad revenue and stuff like that so i saw a quick banner promo for raw featuring a, a title change that i didn't know happened because i hadn't watched the show yet <laughs> like you motherfuckers i spent all this time trying to avoid it and i get spoiled anyway um but yeah uh so that's gonna be the show i can't wait for it i'm sure chip can't wait for it we'll all be fucking- so excited because i know what either there's going to be a match of the year candidate either at Wrestle Kingdom night one or night two, if not um, both. For sure. There's mm-hmm. multiple matches that could t- definitely could take that. And match. I really think that Ren Narita and Zack Sabre Jr. could steal the show. Mm-hmm. It's very possible. Um, so we'll take our normal break here. Uh, Fat Man, anything to tease? Um, I have... An update on WWE's quote trip to India. I have an update on the wellness policy. Uh, I have an update on final battle. That's weird. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that right after we get back. All right, folks, we're back. Uh, news and rumors time. We've got a lot of them. Two weeks. Nothing happened in the last two weeks, right? You no, know, I didn't mention the big the thing. Audience. I didn't mention the big thing. I'm gonna say that for last, though. The the big thing. The yeah, the the one that Chip was drooling over. Um, okay, so <laughs> his one arm got way bigger after that. He he Popeyed it. So um, <laughs> final battle did an estimate of twenty five thousand buys, which was lower than the other two ROH pay per views this year, but still the highest in final battle history. Wow. 25,000 buys is the highest they've ever done? That's according to... Meltzer! Tony Khan. Oh, well, fuck him. Uh, And also the highest attended final battle, which was only 2,700. But that's not... That's that's not what caught my eye about final battle. What caught your eye about final battle? San Linsky, who is the assistant general manager and senior president of scripted original programming for TNT, TBS, and True TV, along with other TBS specialists, reportedly 
did not want Jericho to work the final battle show because he is one of AEW's top performers. Due to Linsky and TBS's concerns, there was once a plan for Jericho to lose the ROA's title at the Fatal 4-Way of Full Gear, um, but Tony Khan um, is Tony Khan said he always scheduled Jericho's title reign to end that final battle. This, I only reason I'm bringing this up because this is interesting to me because it tells me how little EBS, the Warner Brothers Discovery, thought of ROH. Yeah, you're that's right. That's why I'm. That. That's why I'm bringing that up. If they didn't want one of their top stars to go work for ROH, which is owned by the same guy, it's it's strange, right? Did they know that Tony Khan owned Ring of Honor at that point? Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's such a strange thing to say. And and there's another piece of that that I find interesting is that w- when was the last time you heard TV executives try to direct booking? WCW. Bingo. What network were those again? Turner. Yes, and Turner. I read an article the other day and Fabian may have it. Uh, as well, but it was like how Tony Khan was like, "Oh, we're not, we're not WCW, we're not facing the same." You're doing everything WCW did to it, and, t- and some things that TNA has done. Yeah. So, um, hold on, let me find this right here. Oh. AEW president and Warner Brothers, um, Discovery agreed that changes to AEW's programming were required in 2023. These changes will take effect next month following the appointment of WWE's former Vice President of Global Television Marketing, uh, Mike Mansory, who now serves as AEW's Senior Vice President and Co-Executive Producer. Uh, AEW's already revealed the new graphics for Dynamite will be released on January 4th, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Khan recently, okay, this is what he said. Um, the wrestling is going, is going to be the same great wrestlers and the same great fans, but it's in a new city, Seattle, which is this is their January 4th show. And the look, the changes to the set and the presentation are going to be changed that we're going going to be... What the hell? And the presentation are going to be changes that we're going to keep? What? What in the Dave Meltzer was that? I'm really, I'm really looking forward to the new look for the show. I find in wrestling, when you overpromise, you can disappoint people. Duh. It's a set and a presentation. At the end of the day, the most important thing is what the fans bring, what the wrestlers and the staff of AEW and the crew bring every week. But the look of the show is important too, and it's going to look really cool. They don't. So, what I'm getting out of that is they don't like the set and they don't like the graphics. What I'm getting out of it is they're trying to polish up a turd <laughs> to make it look like a better looking turd. Can't make silk out of a sow's ear. Um... That's what I like. Do they need news? Like, WWE uses the same sets, but they use a lot of LEDs and stuff to make the show look different. AEW doesn't do that. They have the same yeah. set, and literally, they just change the graphic on the screen from Dynamite to Rampage. Mm-hmm. So, do they desperate? I think both shows need to have different sets. Maybe if they go LED, I didn't see the new designs or nothing yet. Maybe if they go LED, cool to change it, awesome. But it's a fresh coat of paint on a product that needs a whole new foundation. So I when don't you say foundation. Do you mean Jonathan Grisham specifically or all of them? All of them. Duh. Jonathan Grisham is an impact now. I know. 
and he's facing Eddie Edwards, which match is gonna be a fucking killer. Anyway, um, but you know what I mean. Like it's you're focusing on. Look, I had I need I need oh look this wall needs uh new paint, but my roof's caving in. That's yeah, you're you're <laughs> right. There is fundamental problems that are happening in AEW. Okay, there booking is the big one, and I don't think I I need to mention why that's the case or who's responsible for that, but I do believe that sometimes doing small things like that WWE updates their looks every couple of years and that's yeah, fine I, I I think well yes that too but also the fact that you start changing the the set and then you start okay so when he says presentation so that means they got to be new camera people because or a new director because yeah he doesn't know how to direct Wrestling, no matter how many, because Craig Leathers retired, so I don't remember who this new guy is. But he likes he's everyone blames Kevin Dunn for being cut happy. He is, but he gets the shots that he needs to get. get. Needs to get get. Needs to get got. Needs to got get get got. America, um, <laughs> but this new director cuts away from the big action to show a fan or nothing. And it's just like you miss that shot, and it happens at least once a match. And it's just like, so if they well, change just the if, director there, there, there's more than one person that's right. I don't want to say in charge of that, but doing that work. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. There needs to be a change. Look, so if they ch- and then the change of the backstage interview segments and change of this, like, yeah. so if that be, so it could tweak it into a better product. But the way he's saying is same great match with the same great wrestlers. It's like, yeah, cool. But I, I guess the the other point of that is that once you start tweaking this, that, and the other thing, other things kind of like fall into place when it comes to um, wanting to change other things. It kind of got, got, gets the ball. And we, and we all, yes, we're critical of AEW, but we also have to remember that some of these wrestlers that they signed have never worked on a television product. That's also true. Yeah. So they're green as goose shit when it comes to TV. They've been in the Indies six, seven, eight years, but in front of a camera, not that much. Yeah. It's different. It is different. As much as people say, yes, the ring's 18 by 18 and, you know, it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, there's a TV cameras everywhere. That you had to play to the TV. You play to the TV audience more do you play to the audience in the crowd because there's more people watching you on TV than there is in the live crowd. There's another thing that also needs to be said here is that you have a company that's been around for what? Three and a half years now? Yep. Maybe a little bit yep. more? Mm-hmm. There are people in the back that don't even know how to get across what they need because they've been only doing it for three and a half years in yes. front of this particular uh, set of cameras, this particular mm-hmm. set of people, this particular set of cameramen, this particular set. It goes on and on and on. In WWE, you walk into the door. Some of those guys have been doing it for 25, 30 years. Guys like Kevin Dunn, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's nothing. Bruce Pritchard, as much as people love to shit on Bruce Pritchard, 
He's been doing it for a long fucking time. And he knows not only what needs to be done, how to communicate what needs to be done. And that happens a lot in WWE, but you can't have that happen in AEW. So, haven't been around that long. Or we can put it on the talent who does their own creative. Yeah. And not communicating that with the cameraman or anybody or the announcers or what they want to do because Jim Ross always says. Welcome to AEW Dynamite. I mean, this is Rampage. No, welcome to WWE Dynamite. (laughs) But anyway, but no, what he says was, you tell me what your moves are. I'll put them over. If you're not tell- telling Tony or Excalibur, Excalibur knows every fucking move of the book, but but I just, and if you're not telling the cameraman, okay, I want you in this spot right here so you can catch this because this is an important part of the match. Great, you did it. The 4,000 people you have in the audience saw it, but the million people you're watching at home missed it. Um, one of my... Um... Friend of the show, I guess you'd say. Um, our favorite GoPro wrestler. Okay. I don't know who you yep. Cameraman. Uh, one of the things he used to do, and he still does this to this day, is he'll go up. If he knows he's going to shoot a particular match, he'll go up to the workers as they're calling the match and go, what do you want me to catch for you? Mm-hmm. Like, is there something in this match in particular you want me to catch on camera? Because he does floor cam he doesn't do hard cam he does the floor cam right yep and just to have a cameraman be able to do that is many miles above and beyond even normal cameramen so if you went and got 10 cameramen from the 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 hit series show supernatural they're not going to be able to um transition into an aew uh from a camera perspective because they don't even know that they should be doing that kind of stuff or even if they kind of had an idea how to deal with that they wouldn't have the feeling like they should do that and that goes back to the experience of a wwe locker room and what i'm wondering if those aren't warner cameramen it might be you know but anyway let's 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 move on that's it's an interesting thing that we should probably right talk about in more in depth down the line. WWE Hall of Famer and NXT coach Devon Dudley was set to appear at the Battleground Championship Wrestling event on December 17th at the ECW Arena. Well, 2300 Arena. Yep. Devon had been scheduled to be bully, to be in Bully Race Quarter at the Tribute to the Extreme show since September, but was pulled at the last minute. According to Fuck uh, Dave Meltzer! Um... He reported that WWE pulled him from the show after Bruce Pritchard rejected the booking and landed on Triple H's desk. And when Devon said he said he'd do it, he was basically told he'd be fired if he showed up at the show. Meltzer wrote this. What the hell just happened? Um, he went through John John Cohn and talent relations, who apparently approved the booking, and he believed, based on his contract, since it's not a wrestler. That he could do stuff like this. Bruce Pritchard nicks the booking and it ended on the desk of Triple H. Um, I don't know who the fuck Hughes is, but Hughes said has said he was going to do it given given because he gave his oh oh the Hughes championship. Is the yep. Yeah. Um 
because he was given his word on it and Triple H didn't give approval and he was basically told if he didn't do it, he'll be fired. So he didn't do it. Monster went on to say that there was no real reason given other than the claim that they didn't want him in any physical danger. I call bullshit. I agree. I agree on multiple fronts. I Here's the thing. I don't think um, there, there have been a lot of different um, opinions, rumors about what had happened at that point. Um, I know the the promoter had been, you know, very adamant about the fact that WWE fucked him and blah 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 blah. But that's you know normal promoter bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't want to say that they intentionally did a bait and switch with Devon because of all the people to do a bait and switch on in that match. It wouldn't have been Devon. I, I'm sorry. Um, I think what happened was it was just a simple miscommunication. Devon yep. thought he could do it. He couldn't, according to his contract. Contract. Yeah. And that's it. And then they just made up a story about him. Yeah. Or he said that to the promoter to save face. Oh, which yeah. Which I don't so which I don't think happens. which I don't think Devon would do. Or the promoter went to Meltzer and said that's what happened. What Meltzer? Which is more Meltzer, likely. Meltzer doesn't grab information from promoters. That's not well. It, once he heat well, bullshit. That, Fuck you. Dave, Dave, one hundred percent called Hughes up and said, "What's the, you know, story? We'll write about it because you know my 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 listeners and my mm-hmm. um, the observer goes everywhere and they would love to hear because about how that, WWE fucked you, the little guy. So that story. I don't. I, I just deleted it. I'm sorry, but a week before it, it was leaked that he couldn't make the show. Before that article, I just read, or not week, like maybe like three or four days. Yeah, because so the clearly show happened so, the 17th. I think it was 18th. Yeah, 18th. Yeah. So, but I'm just saying. I thought about going to that show. By the way, it was just I had a great card. Yeah, whatever. I'm. I'm just gonna say. I. Th- I think it's bullshit. I think Meltzer just. Or Mouser or the promoter or both just fucking was just like blah blah blah. No real reason given says you wanted him in physical danger. What the uh-huh. only the only thing I could legitimately say could be possibly an issue is the fact that they they leaned heavily on the fact that it was an ECW reunion show and having a WWE contracted person on that show. That would be kind of another thing. I think is bullshit is Bruce Pritchard nixed it. Oh yeah, he fuck him. Why? Why would there's no why would Bruce Pritchard be involved in it? It's a talent relation thing, and he's not the head. And he's not the head of talent relations. He's not the head of the only thing he's the head of is stroking Vince's dick. Um, but yeah, it's just all right. I'm just gonna keep going here. Yeah. We Sony, Sony 6 has reportedly postponed WWE's big return to India. WWE tended to return to India for a major live event on Wednesday, January 18th from the 5,000 seat. I'm, I'm not doing I'm not doing that just to be racist, but I'm doing that because first it was a first it was a stadium show. Now it was a 5,000 seat stadium or 5,000 seat arena. Stadium. <laughs> the event was set to be a SmackDown brand show with the majority of the wrestlers' action were expected to be from SmackDown, duh. 
with a mix of Indian and international talent. However, it was announced this week that the event has been postponed for unknown reasons. WWE's return to India has, quote, a lot to do with TV, possibly referencing to local TV deals. What? Um, who? Okay, one, WWE never, ever said they were going to India. Ever. Two, when the report got, quote, leaked, it was mid early to mid-December, so you would think tickets will already be on sale for this event. Three, since WWE never ever said they're going to India, there was no announcement to make that it was fucking postponed. Four, didn't I say on the show this was a bunch of bullshit? Five, fuck Dave Meltzer. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, you handle apparently, apparently this is the new WWE wellness policy. Okay. First violation. In the event of an initial positive test for substance um, prohibited by this policy, other than marijuana or alcohol, the WWE talent shall be suspended for 30 days, find an amount equal to 30 days pay. Um, and that's it. In the second event, um, 60 days, 60 days pay. Third event, um, the contracts will be terminated and WWE will be publicly disclosed that WWE Talent's name and that WWE Talent's contract will be obviously terminated. So if you fail two drug tests, nobody will know. If you fail a third one, you're fired. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Um, that's according to the new policy. I would say they don't trust for alcohol or marijuana. So, so that so. means uh, Riddle was probably in the prescription. I still don't think it's the truth, but well, there's there's reports that he's dating porn stars, and one of them said something about drug use, and even Riddles come out and said that's bullshit. But I don't, I don't fucking know what's going on. I don't know. And if he is in rehab, hope he does well. If it's not, they said that they're just making up because he's going through the divorce, and I'm just like, I don't buy that at all. So, but um, I will say, divorce proceedings can get fucking nasty. And well, this is coming yeah. from somebody who has never been in one. Well, also at the same time, he's had <laughs> a very, very public breakup of his marriage. So, yeah. so okay. Yeah. So, <sighs> I had to bring this up because this is another bullshit thing. According to Sports, Sports Business Journal, this is the, the prestigious so, Business Journal. One of their, I'm not even going to fucking say their analyst's name because he just is your credence. He does a predictions column for the 2023, and he goes, this is his lock prediction. WWE goes all in with NBC Universal. The WWE TV deals expires at the end of 2024, but it'll start to negotiate new deals in April, right around when WrestleMania is in LA. By the end of the year, the group will have a deal in place for NBC Universal that keeps Raw NXT on USA and moves SmackDown from Fox to one of NBC's channels. The real significance of this deal comes in two years. The two-year negotiation, the two in two years, the two negotiate their Peacock deal. The deal for Ross Matdown will lay the groundwork for NBC Universal to buy WWE outright. I mean, we've been kind of rolling that around for a few years now, and there's one big change that's happened since the last time we talked about that. I say it's very possible it could happen. I still don't think it's happening. I do not think it's going to happen. I don't. 
because I'm not, I'm not yes, Vince is in Vince is still he's not in power, but he's still the majority shareholder. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's happening. There's going to be a number that Vince is going to go. Why not? There is there there's there is no reason why he would stick around on that. According to Ted DiBiase, anyone can be bought. It's everybody has a price. And the person who wrote that line was well, Miss McMahon. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think, I would think if whenever Vince passes, I think will be when they start thinking about selling. But until that happens, WWE is not selling. I'm going to be perfectly frank with you. My name's I'm Matt. Vince is not dead yet. Well, the only reason I'm shocked he's not because he sleep, he slept like two hours a night. I, <laughs> but he ate healthy. He stayed in shape. Yeah. Just the travel and the non-sleep is just like, how are you alive? <laughs> here's the here's the other thing is that when you take away a person's livelihood like that, when and this happens a lot with the retirees, um, when they walk away from something they've done for so long and have had to change their lifestyle, it does cause a physical stress on the body. And sometimes it does kill you. So to have Vince basically change his livelihood like that, I'm shocked that he, and and I don't mean any ill will against him um, for multiple, multiple different reasons, but it does happen. You, You get old and you, life sucks and then you die, you know? And I think that to, to your point before is that I think there, I would really see him selling. I, I really do think that because I think he's, he's done with WWE from a mindset that he's probably thinking about other things to do. And if he does, what a better way than to get a bunch of money from the sale of WWE to go do other things. I think you're wrong <laughs> like i said once vince passes i think that's what come on fuck base get up here okay be, be an asshole There's uh, once vince passes <laughs> i think that's when they're gonna start the conversation just because i don't think stephanie wants to have that conversation while he's alive that's fair that that's absolutely fair but if vince is coming to those meetings and saying i'm the majority shareholder what are you going to give me for it then you can have that conversation. I mean, it's free country. Your face. Um, Coco Beware was hospitalized. There he is. Why are you kicking yeah. me? Why are you kicking me? What a jackass. Why are you kicking me? Fucker. Um, Coco Beware was hospitalized with unknown illness. Don't uh, don't know any update on that. Um, him well. Apparently, supposedly... The next Saudi show is in May, but they said the next Saudi show was in February, so I still don't know. See it when I see it. Um, apparently, John Cena is locked in to work WrestleMania. He's trying to get his, because I guess from like the beginning of the year to like mid-March, he's in Australia filming a movie. So I don't. So we're not going to talk about the fact that the first thing we saw of John Cena or heard anything about John Cena was, Oh, here he is. He's going to be on SmackDown. And now all of a sudden there's a huge bunch of, 
oh yeah, it was a lock that he's in WrestleMania and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Fucking marks. Uh one half of the uh <clears throat> monkeys Rich Swan signed a uh contract <laughs> extension with uh Impact. Impact, right? Yeah. Yep. Um Hacksaw Jim Duggan admitted during an interview that a South Carolina home was broken into on December 8th. A man in his mid-20s pounded on the door before breaking in and Duggan tackled him to the ground. After detaining the intruder, Duggan held him at gunpoint while refusing to file a police report. The intruder claimed that person from a nearby house was planning to kill him. Wow. Wow. Now keep in mind that Duggan's still dealing with uh, cancer. Prostate? Cans? No, he's 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 in remission. Is he in remission now? Okay. Yep. I don't I don't remember what kind of cancer it was, but I know he he was he had a lot of yes or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now the big news that happened literally day the night the day after then actually technically that night yeah. we last taped. Um, <clears throat> Mandy Rose got released from WWE. Because she had some uh, adult content on her fan time page. Okay, so fan time is basically a, a variation of OnlyFans. Yes. Um, the non-adult version. What's that? I said evidently the non-adult version. Uh, yeah. um, and apparently, once WWE got wind of it, they had, quote, no choice but to release her. Apparently, it was due to um, oh. it was outside the parameters of her contract. Didn't well, Mattel I, get involved or something? Mattel asked. Yeah, to, the to, rumor uh, was WWE to take it down, and she said absolutely not. Well, that was the rumor, but I also read a rumor today that WWE didn't give her the opportunity to take it down. They just fired her outright for it, which I don't believe is true. I believe slap the title on Cora as quickly. I believe, as yeah, Roxy, yeah, um, Roxy. Um, I believe again. Apparently, Matt Bloom got wind of it somehow because you know, Herbert. Oh, he was and, looking. He yep. subscribed. You fucking mark. And then he showed it to Shawn Michaels, and Michaels like, "This isn't good." And then Michaels, Michaels asked her is to, like, "I'm a Christian man. I shouldn't be looking at that." With well, an eye over here, well, an eye over there. <laughs> but this is apparently, and they said we need to get the title offer, so they got the title offer. Then after the match is when they asked her to take it down, and she refused, and then that's when they fired her. So the decision to fire her came after the match, not before it. So they're claiming that they're they're going to hot shot, they're going to slap the title on. Roxy Marriott. No, no. Well, I think- yeah, I think they were going to do it at New Year's Evil, but I think they jump started it when they saw the content, and then they're like, "Okay, we got to take the title off of her." Before and they then, asked her. Yeah, I. What, I were, think were they afraid this she is wasn't the going to do business? This, I guess that's 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 what I read. Or that's what I read. I'm not. I don't know. We still don't know what really happened. Mandy Rose in the back. That don't work for me, brother. But well, it works for a lot of people. Um, <laughs> Chip's one of them. Ah. Um, but apparently, she after she got fired, literally the next day, she rose her prescription, doubled it from twenty to forty, and the in the week, the week 
she made five hundred thousand dollars. Why the fuck would you work? Otherwise. Well, then Booker T. Booker T. said, "Oh, fuck Booker she, T." He had she has the worst agent for because her agent was the one that posted the numbers. It's like, well, that's why would your agent post what your income is? And I agree with him. I would agree too. Like, why would your agent post what your income is? That's you should get a new agent. That's stupid. But he's not maybe, wrong, but he's still an idiot. Yeah, but um, she'll get signed if she wants to by any Impact AEW. Um, they're already in conversations with Impact. Jess um, going. I know. I know. Diana Perazzo really wants to work with her. Cool. But just I'm. I see her doing one-offs and then focusing on what she's doing now. Because why the fuck not? Yeah, if she's making that much money and like, and I read something and saw like, oh, and you know, apparently she signed big money, blah blah blah. And I'm like, wait, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Was that Sasha Banks is only making what two hundred something thousand, and I signed Manny Rose to big money. So if Manny Rose. If Manny Rose was making more than Sasha, and if I were Sasha, yeah, I'd have a problem with that. Uh, Mandy, I can't tell what her most recent contract was, but the last time, her last year that she was in before she got released, she was making 150K. So, so it, she probably got a bump up. Probably 200. 200. 250. Which is around Sasha Banks' money, and I'd be Sasha if I'd be pissed too. So and not I'll saying say- Mandy doesn't deserve it, but Sasha deserves more. So, and that I'd be pissed too. So here goes the the exact reason why they do salary disclosures. So, so people saying Sasha's self serving. Well, duh. First person, first female in the Royal Rumble. First female in a Hell in a Cell match. First people, female in the Iron Man match. First female in the high, headline in WrestleMania, making the same as Mandy Rose. Yeah. Who, by the way, I the the there are two people I feel the worst for Gigi and yep. JC. Mm-hmm. They were on a fucking tear in NXT. And I think they would have been a huge, huge act on Raw or SmackDown. I think they still could be. I They could be, but the, the, the real act yep. mm-hmm. was just perfect. Yep. And mm-hmm. Mandy played her part right to a T, which also kind of, that's kind of what they hired her for is exactly what she was doing on her own fan time page. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a sense of a double standard oh. there too. So it's like, she's being sexualized pretty much on WWE TV. She's taking advantage of it by creating this site and content. Now I've seen some of the content for research only, not my kind of tea, my cup of tea. You don't like hot women. We get this. But the fact that she might have gone over a little bit doesn't negate the fact that they were using her for the same reason she was using herself. You know, if she's comfortable enough to do that, good for her. Yeah. I mean, so whatever it, I will say, and I'm probably going to get called called up by you if it violates her contract and she said no. Okay. Bye. I like, well, here's the thing is that what does the contract say? We don't know. Exactly. I'm just saying if it, I said, I said, if it violated her contract and she still kept doing it, then they're, they they're have cause very, like they have very much in their yep. right to terminate it. 
absolutely, absolutely right on that. But here's the other thing. Do I feel sorry for her? No. (laughs) I don't think anyone in this fucking call right now or anyone watching us on Twitch or listening to us on uh, Spotify is crying over the fact that Mandy Rose lost a WWE gig because she's She's making double what double in one week than what she did her entire year. That's an estimate. And I'm going to say this on the highest end, it might be more work like to actually do the posing and the photography and that kind of stuff, but it's less taxing on the body body. by doing 150 matches a year. Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ. Yep. Uh, But yeah, so sucks, but good paper toss. Gotta love it. Chip, put yourself over. You can find me and Fat Man on the Best Arm Sports Show, period two. We go on every Wednesday night at nine o'clock. And we also have our starting, well, we started a couple weeks ago, our DFS show, or Daily Fantasy Showdown, where we talk about betting and how to bet. Not that we have any full experience or any good at it, but we like don't to listen our- to us. <laughs> but um, we're also- Wait, do you have do you have an affiliate code with DraftKings or in one or live in one of the states that offer sports betting like MGF.com? That's going to get tweaked, obviously. <laughs> but I yeah. uh, actually uh, my state does. Uh, and I think yours does, too. Yeah. But um, I know New York, I- actually. Oh, New York too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, that's right. Because the podcast when I started listening to betting was out of New York City. So that makes sense. Uh, anyways, you can find me on Twitter at TWS underscore Mark with four A's. Fucking Ryan, never on the show. Rehab, bro. Fuck him. If he was here, he'd probably talk about his fucking. He wouldn't make it to this part. I'm just saying he wouldn't make it to news and rumors. What are you talking yeah, about? Usually he doesn't make it to news and rumors. He's on here. So uh, it's like, either way. I, I come on, he'd leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's Ryan Buck Gotch on TikTok. He he fucks around in Reddit too under R slash the wrestling show, uh, as do I. Um, I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. We are Sleazy Fat Man on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Please go on over there, give us a like subscribe to our content it's great stuff videos you can find on twitch.tv slash and fatman youtube.com slash and fatman and premium videos on onlyfans.com slash the wrestling show you can find all sorts of content on the wrestling show.com including articles merch all sorts of cool stuff um you can get this podcast every saturday morning wherever you get your podcasts including spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and podbean 8 a.m right early on the eastern coast don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform it really does help us out so with all that and the thanks to chip and as always for sleazy the fat man this is the wrestling show thank you guys so much for listening peace buck dave Meltzer, buck tony khan a hot sauce on a sandwich a sub on a sandwich and i hope you guys have a merry christmas and be super safe new year's eve I'm a clip in your gun